Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. Today we have some more lovely tarot for the 5D collective and channeled guidance. It's for any person who takes trauma healing seriously and their relationships seriously. So I want to first say a 5D collective individual is somebody who handles their emotional regulation. It's very straightforward. They know how to use their attachment system and social system. So they know how to use their left and right mode of the brain because you're a human being who can. Some people will have done this by doing their own work with a good therapist, the ones who integrated EMDR and or integrating EMDR, IFS, child parts work, and somatics. And if anybody wants to know why those three together, I have a video of a lovely lady that shares why, and she wishes she knew this before she started therapy. So she is a person who has had, and I don't know how she defines, but she talks about complex trauma. I'm traumatic informed and somatic informed, but my personal journey is one of secure attachment and one that has not had a trust break. So my three-year-old, that's why I have humor all over the place, is one of a securely attached person who didn't look back as a teenager and say, oh no, you didn't show up for me and now I have scars all over my place and I can't trust anybody to be a romantic partner in the future. And everyone knows my story of my teenage boyfriend, the cheater. I shouldn't call him that, and I won't be, but he, he was a cheater throughout our entire relationship. But see, to me, I was like, we're teenagers. It's normal that he's adventurous and looking outside. And I know I'm not giving him a mature relationship yet because I'm a teenager too. And there you go. So we're able to be equanimous, the securely attached. The people who have a three-year-old whole heart, though, the, the part of not having a attachment wound, or a trauma wound, basically shame cycle or defective, like, oh no, because my mother spanked me when I was three, now I'm ashamed. No, I actually said, no, you can't spank me. And when she was done, I was like, well, now I'm going to leave. I'm, I went to make my suitcase. It's called the temperament of self-agency alongside the differentiated self that is, I think and feel my way. My mother thinks and feel her way. And my main caregiver didn't have my three-year-old body react. And I'm ashamed now. Other people have a different story. Okay, so I'm spelling this one out very clearly so that people who don't know how to tend to their emotions can move along their way to go to 4D readers who pick sides. We don't pick sides. All humans start at zero years of age, which is why we take trauma healing, like I said, very seriously. And the lady who shares the three modalities, I, as a trauma-informed and somatic-informed educated person, will spell it out again. I don't have trauma because I work through my emotions, so my charges were easily processed by me, the human being Maria, and I'm a mystic. Yes, woo-woo lady on purpose, and I definitely am still learning about how to handle Kali when I meet asshole academics, and I haven't met them in person, and that's because I chose to disengage from the academic community because I was like, you know what? I don't think you know everything, and you're not an educator in my book, so I'm going to disengage from communicating with you right now because I can't regurgitate all of this material from my brain, but what I do also know is I don't want to waste my time one more second in a rigid sphere of cold, emotionless body that is just like a computer. I am going to have more fun actually on the computer versus listening to you who are a human being, and you know what the rigidity of your body tells me? 
you don't know how to be in your ventral vagal, your three-year-old's not having fun, you don't even give your three-year-old room because you decided to become this lifeless piece of wood because of some attachment wound and trauma that you chose not to, uh, one focused, one pointed, you're in the illusion land and as a 5D mystic woo lady, I'm going to leave you to your illusion land because I don't want to be around you. You're cold as ice. You didn't say, yeah, you sacrificed, but you apparently didn't sacrifice. We need you for your one data focus area. I don't know. I'm going to say we could have had both, but you chose to do the latter versus do the two together. So, you know, it is what it is. Some people can move into being a whole human. Some people choose to, no, my emotions, they don't mean it. I don't have a three-year-old. No, what are you talking about? I'm just a cold piece of human being in my reptilian nervous system who has no idea how to use my body though, and my brain, by the way, that embodied brain. But let me get back to us. So yeah, if you believe in devils, demons, or evils, again, 4D mystics are out there for you. They're waiting. They're, they're waiting to tell you about sirens and mermaids and to create continuous divide. And lo and behold, there you go. I, on the other hand, in oneness consciousness land, have a very different story. And again, we take trauma healing seriously. So please, scurry along if you want to judge humanity. We don't judge humanity. We are humanity. And that's because we know everybody begins at zeros and I'm not in another person's body and they're not in my body. And we like differentiated selves to be able and have subjective experiences. We're okay with speaking from our asses and for our brains to fall out of our head. Okay. So there we go. There, Kali got out. Now Shiva come back in and Krishna Lila. And as I was saying, tarot reading for those who love humanity and their relationships. Even if our relationships get as annoying as fuck, we're not going to jump ship because we understand what it means to be able and have direct communication without being shaming, blaming, faulting, and lo and behold, we don't do revenge. The ones who do revenge, we won't notice, but we know what healthy boundaries are. So if they step over a line, we'll know how to say, mm, no. I don't think so. Thank you so much. And sometimes we don't say no. We stare and we begin to nod our head. <laughs> if they're smart enough, they know what we're doing. If they're not, uh, they won't know. And it's really either or we don't care. Me, because the point in which I'm nodding my head, I'm wanting to leave. So I'm okay with annoying you because I'm done with the conversation. And I'm not trying to annoy you. I'm just trying to say, I heard you the first time around. Now that we can agree to disagree, I think we can either change topic or... So long story short, we have a lovely way of looking at zero-year-olds who are grown-ups. And the rigid ones, we don't hang around, by the way. And the ones who project, we also don't call them, again, sirens or mermaids. They're just people who don't know how to be their adult version. Now to serious business, because when people are healing trauma... So when they're open and receptive, but I want to talk, serious talk, okay, about the fact that some people don't know about good trauma-informed or somatic-informed information, one, okay? So they don't understand the attachment system, social system, and that their brain developed and how their brain developed and how what your environment was actually is what molds that brain of yours our brain, uh, all of ours. Okay, so easily said than done? No, of course not. But in the meantime, let's create some groups, not because we want to have groups, but we have our securely attached people like myself, raise your hand, the ones who don't have trust breaks, please, I trust humanity, we're good. We have assholes in humanity land, I'm an asshole too, I'm okay with that. Okay, you move beyond spirituality. It's not because we don't believe in what we got told. No, no, it's good. We don't need to prove it's a miracle. 
We know science is miracles that work and we know science can't always know everything because consciousness consistently expands and anybody who hasn't figured this one out yet, really, how do you not know we're not going to know everything all the time since tomorrow is unknown? Like, I don't know. It's a simple equation. It's a very straightforward equation. No, I forgot. They don't have a handle on an integrated brain, so they're not cool with unknowns. Some people are really afraid. Here, you know what? I need to use this right now because it came to my mind. Remember when I shared with you all, my lovely regular listeners, when Sadhguru was talking about Shiva and darkness and he's like, everything is from darkness and the one lady in the audience got scared. And I was like, man, come on, dude, leave her alone. And he's obviously, he's not doing it on purpose, but he's a guru. So the, the ladies in the seat and the presence of a spirituality man who's talking to you about Shiva, you, you're telling him, please, Sadhguru, you're scaring us. That's not going to help you. <laughs> I mean, I'm so sorry. When I saw that, I'm, I was like, come on, Seth. In my head, I'm thinking, leave her alone. Don't you see she's scared of death? So I get it, though. He's a guru. See, I would have not said anything. I would have said, okay, let's change topic now. I would not have continued. That's one of the biggest differences between an enlightenment soul age group person and somebody who, of course, I get it. Again, that's him. He's a spirituality guru. That's his, what he shares with us. What we have him. Thank goodness we have him. We need him. In fact, I need to finish watching a video and then we'll come back and talk about this video. Okay? But in the meantime, what I was going to say is, unlike Sadhguru, when I meet a certain type of person... I'm still learning how to harness my wisdom because inside me, I begin to boil up like a little French fry and it's not a good French fry. French fries are good. No, no, I, I begin to, it's, it's, it's not funny. But what I was trying to get at is when I meet people who think they're intellectually savvy, but they really are just closed off to the unknown because they're so one focused and so unaware, but the part about what I know is that even if you try to uh, talk to somebody like that, there's a way that they can work around it. But putting all of that to the side as well, it is a person who's not looking objectively to tomorrow because they actually can't even fathom in their human being mind contemplatively. They don't fathom the beyond. It's, it's, to me, a lack of intelligence. You lack intelligence. And you use the word smart. You're not smart. You are not smart. But we have academics who say, oh, well, your brain's going to fall out of your head. It's like, mm, that's not really the way I'm going to put it. No, I'm going to put it in. You obviously don't understand that there's all these different disciplines and subject matters. There's all this technology, AI. There's all the people that focus on different, like how obtuse are you to not remember? There's a buttload of information. You academic, you want to use that word academic. Did you forget that we're all philosophizing if we really must do the little game of who's the truth? You know, what makes me laugh is when people start doing categories with subject matters. So when somebody wants to say there are no miracles and they want to try and prove it, you're an idiot. You can't prove it. The same way a person who says consciousness is a miracle can't prove it. So there, the, the Anyone who's trying, and by the way, anyone who's trying to prove anything is not an adult. They're an adaptive child who has low self-esteem. And that is why we won't waste our time with that. With the rigid, unconscious space of a human being who is that much of it, it's, it's, it's more of, there's just so many areas. 
but let me put that to the side. So when we meet people who are, what's the word, like a wall? Yeah, that's the word. And the minute that you're a wall, I've wasted my time. I've used my time. You've used your time. And we have arrived at no real difference except for one. That would be the person who consistently appreciates expanding consciousness will in that very instance, as I spoke those words of waste time, say, no, no, no. This time has not been wasted. I have seen something that I otherwise would not have been able to see. And here's the intelligent ones who wander. And here's where softness comes in. And here's where the smarts of Shiva with Krishna Lila. And you say, hey, Kali, thanks so much. We didn't need to get out of hand. And you begin to interact. So this is a whole side note to our reading, by the way. And it came through. But here's where just saying, intellectually speaking, a human being who's an adult in their brain will be able to harness any kind of thought that comes up and say, no, I, I expanded. Remember the lady who's scared of me and how we ended the conversation? She says, I guess we just wasted our time. And I knew what she's saying, even though I didn't really realize how, how much she didn't understand of what we were talking about. But I didn't understand either. I just said, no, no, we didn't because you gave me something that I will never have. You gave me your perspective because see, this is a truth. That's the reason why it's genuine. Now that somebody may say, but you don't like me. Well, liking you doesn't have anything to do with what you've given me. You've shared a moment of time. You've shared your breath with me. I will appreciate that. Not because you've given me something to enjoy. I don't have to enjoy or not enjoy to get. I'm receiving, you're receiving. This is the whole reason why we don't go putting on a little board. Oh, they gave me this. I gave them that. Let me hold up this little list of what we did for each other. It's very stingy. When I hear people, I did this for you. Really? I have arguments with my household all the time. Well, I do this for you too. Okay. Those are all dynamics of people who are emotionally in each other's faces. When we are out with each other, and we're looking to grow relationships. We're not going to be bitching about shit. But that's why the family playground, you're a shit. No, you're a shit, okay? So family is like this. You can get into discussion. You can do all of it. And you do all of it, though, without shaming, blaming, faulting, or the revenging. Now, let me make this clear. We want to remember that the people who have attachment wounds and trauma, and they do not know that they should take their emotional well-being seriously, so they believe in all the store, whatever, it doesn't matter. But they don't know that they are quote unquote playing a game. So they don't know that they have their survival mode on. They don't know about anything of who they are as a person. And so they only live their false self, which will indicate that they will not necessarily be a person who is in any way, shape or form, open-minded, compassionate, da, 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 da. Okay, so please... Remember that any person who's a person was zero. You, those of you tuning in here for IHP community, I come to you with you wanting to be a person who's yourself, so secure attachment inclined, and you do have and know about relationships with your emotions and softness and compassion. So you don't have the inability to hear the words that come out of a mouth and you don't get pissing your pants because you would know that that's projection and you're not here to project. If you actually just don't like me, then you say, I don't like the lady. I'm not going to go listen. That's it. It's a very straightforward deal. You can also insult, even though that's not necessary, but hey, everybody has their triggers, right? So this is the part. Everybody has a reaction. So 
if somebody has a reaction, it's because they don't like what they hear and, and you know, nobody's going to get offended. That's what healthy self-esteem and self-worth. I don't get offended if somebody calls me a name. It's a name. You called me a name. You don't like me. It's very clear. That's okay. You, you don't have to like me. I'm not part of your circle. Okay, so on that note, the wall. So when people refuse, that's a different story. And when I say refuse, what I mean is if I'm sharing with you a way for us to be in each other's lives and loving and harmonious and you're continuing to create some type of situation, I will eventually figure out this is a wall. And again, on a intelligent one who wanders, it will be on us to say, okay, I was mistaken. I'm the person who thought that there was room for growth here. But even if we don't want to put it in that equation, it will be, I chose to use my time. And there's accountability and so it was not wasted. I chose to use my time in these situations and to accept what was happening without me actually noticing that there was a wall, a wall, a wall, a wall. Now that wall is definitely something that arises because when we have misalignment, misattunement, okay? So when people in our life don't want to come together, it can happen, part of your oversoul, that's why it's a playground. It's because you learn how to handle your emotions like a grown-up when you're dealing with a wall or not a wall. And to remember, wait a minute, no time is ever wasted. Always be grateful. And you move beyond all of those spirituality concepts. So here's why the 5D mystic with their oversoul, there's not the one, there's a potential one. And on that note, I think I left you hanging with something. I might do another episode after, but... Um, Romance can only be if there are adults in the picture for a 5D mystic or a securely attached functional adult because they will want to embrace fun in life and that means talking about emotions in the absence of there being a ball on your leg that is a chain that is dragging its feet and talking about emotions as if there's something going on in your body that isn't. And again, all due respect, the people who are still healing, they have their therapist. We don't need to hear about their struggles because they will not resonate with those of us who don't struggle with emotions and they won't want to be around us and we're okay with that. I'm okay when people get pouty, my friends, the ones who get pouty at a certain point, they don't want to be around me and I'm okay with that. I know why. I know always why and it's because of the different vibe. When you are vibing at a higher frequency, which is what enlightenment and always being in love with life is, those who can't handle life, they don't handle love very well at all, okay? Those who want it, they will want it because it gives them charge. It gives them, okay, now on that note, every person was an infant, before they can learn how to feel safe to co-regulate, they must learn that they are a beautiful person, which means getting out of that shame, defectiveness button. In order for that to happen, there has to be some level of awareness of self and love of self and not confusion. So there must be a way of saying, you know what, I am not the worst piece of shit anywhere. I am just a piece of shit like anybody else. Okay, now that I know this, I know that I'm a piece of shit, but I'm a huge piece of shit. I can be confident. I can do me. I can be who I am. 
now that I see clearly that I'm just as imperfect as any other person, and here's their three-year-old with the broken heart, but it's in their hand and they want to heal from trauma, whether it's with a good therapist or if they're that motivated, they will be able to get out of that pattern because every person's body and brain looks to bring you home. That's is your human mammalian heritage. If you want to believe 4D with their stories, go to 4D. I'm 5D. You're human. You're a human body. Your piece of consciousness, it's energy. It's very simple, straightforward. Use your embodied brain to hear my words. Okay, so your attachment system is in your brain, by the way. Your social system, too. It's a wiring and it's a way of feeling. If in your body you can feel neutrality, not indifference, not coldness, neutrality, that's when you're going to explore the duality plane with if you choose your words carefully, the neutrality and do dharma, you begin dharma. You work integration of the brain like a muscle. So you open your awareness, you strengthen your focus, and really what you want to do is just breathe and, and, and stop with negative or positive talk and begin with neutral talk. And then you look at the negative shit and the positive shit. Okay, you can look at it from the outside. Okay, here's two. Okay, I got two. Wow, that's that's expanded consciousness. Very straightforward, right? You don't need to like it. That's the point. When you say, I don't like it, that's your opportunity to get Krishna Leela in the door unless you want to keep Kali. And you know what? To get Kali calmed down, you say, come on in, Shiva. I'm no thingness. Here on in, Krishna Leela. That way I can put into action my ventral vagal. You are the one who puts into practice the inner growth mindset and knowing that mindset is everything and disengaging from the dysfunctional pattern that your nervous system is just in the habit of being in. It's the whole neurofeedback for your, you know, you're using body and brain all in one. Now, trauma therapy is important for people who have attachment wounds and trauma history because whatever comes up. But if a person is able to make sense of their sensations, as Bezel van der Kolk points out, and they can talk to themselves, then that's going to lead them to a different path. That's where they can do it themselves, but they would have to also know this is what I want to look like. I want to be here in this manner. Remember, this is food for thought. I am only trauma-informed, somatic-informed, and I support with personal development. And with support, we all disclaimer right we all will share it's your life you choose and this is because it's the truth you choose but also there's official therapists who help people for mental health specifically so when you meet people who consistently are looking outside for the magic wand that's the part of why we have disclaimers is because they're not aware that there is not a magic wand to help you feel better. It's called your own personal development, but it can also involve your own trauma healing. Okay, so all of that being said, again, back to this. When you can see clearly that you have the ability to be the person you are with your imperfections and flaws because you will have seen compassionate mirror now you are going to see the defects of the dysfunction so there's going to be elements that you'll notice are lacking or that you are doing that are not in the positive okay so you're going to notice i am here i'm sitting still i'm not doing anything except for whatever it is, worrying, not worrying, or maybe too much dream, daydreaming or drinking or whatever it is, okay? So you'll notice, okay, I use my time in a way that does not help me to move forward. I want to learn how to move forward 
towards the things that I have, but I have scattered energy. Let's say there's scattered energy. This is the moment of why trauma therapy is important or a very, very, very self-aware equanimous human being who can reason with their higher self and notice, okay, I have all of these emotional things that come up or whatever it is, and here's how I've been regulating and self-regulating and basically soothing myself. But it's really not bringing out the best in me. So I'm going to close this loop. I'm going to close the bad habits, and I'm going to work to have wisdom within my day-to-day, and that's where your first steps are actually starting to treat your body well and to use your time with the very same activities that you enjoy. So smart person intuitively, and I say smart, all people are smart, but the ones who are smart with themselves, okay? So they see their three-year-old, they, they understand I have an attachment wound, trauma history, even without the words, they move into thanks to having relationship with other. Okay, so this is why we're talking about all this because it's a work in progress. It's not overnight. A person who did not get to be in a household that provided them with safe co-regulation doesn't know it. And we're, we're going to get into a couple of examples. And this is why with your oversoul, and that's for anyone who considers themselves a mystic, you will know your oversoul. You don't ever meet a wall for real. Even when you will have met a wall, it's not a wall. It's a person who is rejecting their self. And if they choose to keep themselves not alive, they will live their life like those movies and stay within that limited consciousness space. It's not a good or bad thing. They will still be breathing. They will still be living, but they are going to be moving into circles and staying within their story. Okay, so it's not a wall. It's a choice point and more for people who continue to interact. That's why we walk with all walks of life. Okay, the ones who are taking trauma healing seriously, it's because they want to be the version of themselves emotionally and mentally as an adult. Like I said, we all want to pitch in. So we're not saying don't do therapy. No, we're saying do therapy, but we're also not saying you have to do therapy because we're not the body of those other people. We're not their head either. And on that note, with the right relationships, those who are securely attached and functional adults, 5D mystics and or 5D functional adults of the Zen masters, we expand our oversoul. Okay, so if a person is not securely attached, that will mean that they will have a way of responding to unconditional love. And that can be just accepting it and being happy to have it and maintaining their pattern or accepting it and moving out of their pattern. So moving out of their pattern is one of the opportunities which means bringing an end to the wound of your three-year-old bringing in healing and being able therefore to have emotional regulation skills and then sharing those emotions in a grown-up relationship 
And that's because with a person, so whether you are polyamorous or monoamorous, with a constant, at least one person in your life, besides your therapist, if you go to therapy, or coach and or therapy and coaching and all of that, besides those figures, professional figures that you might have, in our day-to-day life, the way we get to bring who we are to the forefront is by being with each other and having connection. Okay, so having consistent communication from a compassionate and loving connection is very much important. It can make a difference in people's lives like it might not make a difference in people's lives. This is what this reading is about. It is about being able to accept that you bring in a new perspective. We bring into each other new perspectives all the time. When they are challenging for people, it's because those people are faced with what would be different than whatever it is that they are used to. In relationships, for example, I'll use me when I got my lovely twin flames. Once I got to two, I was like, what? Wait a minute. And in that time, I had one of my close friends, uh, I'll never forget what he said. He's like, can't you do, uh, what was it? I can't even remember. But he, he, he made a suggestion. I was like, ah, that's not how it's going to work or something like that. But um, yeah, I don't remember what he told me. But he was just trying to help. And then I felt bad because I was like, I know he's, he's, he's tired of hearing this story because he had heard a little bit about it that day, but also prior, the few times we got to chit-chat. This friend and I, I was uh, sharing with him this mystic plane, which was just beginning as well. And that's something that I always will remember. So this beautiful person's off the grid. I don't know how they're doing. And I do remember, they told me though, they told me that they wanted to be off the grid. And I, I was sad to see that. But I understand because that's what happens when we love each other. We understand each other's perspective and we do know that everybody chooses how they feel better in the world. But on that note, when I was looking at all of the stuff that was going on, it was because of having, what's the word, misalignment in the area of how to express emotions. But it wasn't just that. It was also misalignment in communication. So in all situations, there was not something to be looked at as, I need this for my spirituality ascension. This is where when I hear the 4D community, you are catalyzed by your twin flame. No, you're not necessarily. Some people don't. Some people maybe, but that's because they didn't know secure attachment people then. That's what they didn't know, unconditional love. So the Satori moment, what I'm going to share at this point is when a person gets to be with another person, but it can be easily mistaken for trauma bonding. This is why. So when we talk about anything related to spirituality awakening, what I'm going to share is that it's the essence of you, but you learning how to harness your thoughts and your emotions, your nervous system and your brain. So it's you learning how to become the functional adult in your actual attachment system to become your safe haven, to learn to self-regulate when you're under stress, not project, not use substances, not, okay? Okay. And so 
Of course, the bond, yes, as a person, again, with the oversoul, we will recognize our oversoul and our bonds, and that's why we will know what we are having take place. Okay, so back to that, which is why, as I said, we don't objectify our oversoul pieces. That's the part. Selves, ourselves, and twin flames, they have their story. They get to make choice points. Nothing is set in stone. The dead idiots, they're the ones who are dead sure. The dead sure idiots, excuse me. Okay, we are the intelligent ones. We wander. 5D mystic, infinite potential, not limited potential. And so we already know that we get to transform from the bottom to the above. Now, there was at least one year where some people went through that hell, heaven, hell, and back, and da-da-da-da, and there were readers that were describing this one of the readers that comes to my mind, she was talking in her tarot reading about a heart being completely obliterated to then turning into ice, to then returning to into being a human heart. There was another reader who was talking about a heart being stabbed full of knives. And, and so this, this entire year of this type of, and, and it was, that was the theme. Yes, I can, I can attest, but I, every time I was hearing one of them, like, what the fuck? Are you trying to make it more deep? Like, what are you doing with this description? And so here's where 4D, they don't have their emotional regulation skills in the forefront. And they're not doing anything to expand themselves to be more mature and connected to Akash. No, no, they're busy with pseudo-aliveness. So they're living and re-traumatizing themselves because see, the torture, quote-unquote, which is not torture, it's called human suffering. It's human suffering because that attachment system of that zero one-year-old is suffering to be seen so that it can be sued by someone. Mommy, daddy, a constant figure. Okay, so they're not independent with their emotional body because they long to attach and they relive that moment. And so here's the equation is not hell, heaven, hell back, even though it can be, like I said, that way. So if I need to return to that year, I know that I used words that were provided to me. So that was the energy, that was the exploration. And here's where every year of our lives, each of us, and so for me, the IHP content will get to people that need that, that message in that moment. And on that note, though, it's not a heart that is broken in the sense of we have a trust break. It's a heart that will have gone through a transformation. So my words were moving from a human heart to a beyond human heart. And in fact, when we look at the mammalian heritage, it's only once you have been able to learn to self-regulate, but even beyond that, because that longing gets supported by those who talk to us about the psych education, which is normal because they get to meet with people who have not yet healed from, whether it's an attachment wound or a trauma, okay? So this is important to know. I'm sharing and talking from a place of complete adult heart, mind, gut, all of those, those three brains, you are your independent adult. You don't have the longing and you don't have the, if I can't attach to someone, I'm not going to be living a good life in your body feeling. Okay, so people are bonus completely. 
And if they are a wall, they're not a not bonus because they're not a wall. Having said that, like I said, we will have people in our lives that will be participating, but they won't be expanding. If you're grown-up material, you are already aware that you're not in the relationship because they have to move somewhere in their state of consciousness. You don't have where you're giving them love with strings attached. So you're not saying, if you don't heal your attachment wound or your trauma, I'm not going to love you anymore. If you're a pattern of your inner child, an adaptive child, I'm not going to love you anymore. Okay, no. You understand direct communication as an adult, and what it really is is you recalibrate the relationship with healthy speaking. Healthy self-worth means you're not superior and inferior, but it's because you know how to manage your emotions and not project them. So when you're in a conversation, you manage every moment to moment. So let me use, sometimes there can be shame that comes in because that's our social emotion, not the shame button, but the part about where you feel like, oh, I'm embarrassed, okay, that type of thing. Like, oh, wow, we're not, we're not agreeing. When there's misalignment, plus two nervous systems that are misaligning, there's more likely to be a bit of arousal going on because there's a realization, shit, we're not getting along. Okay, so the more mature you are as an adult, the less teenager you're going to be about it, and that means the more you're able to just maintain your Zen master stance, enlightenment vibration. So just being able to be a constant equanimous confidence is what I'm talking about. And so that's the spirituality process in the mix without needing to do anything different. And it's just because you're able to stand there on your own with all of those emotions in that prefrontal cortex because it's not personal. So you learn to put that personal again to decide how by learning what you have as likes and dislikes. Okay, so the shame social, usually it involves I want to be welcomed, for example, by a person. And I might not be welcomed because I'm different. Okay, so that's the minute that you are finding yourself misaligned. There can be embarrassment. There can be difference. And this is why family, it's a playground, again, for those of us who are 5D. That would be anyone who's tuning in at this point. So you play with your own emotions. You don't project them. You don't say you should have known. Okay, and this is where one of the stories that I did not share and that I am sharing is... um, in one of my recent episodes for you all. I had two or three stories that I didn't get to share. Um, one, when people don't completely heal their trauma or attachment wounds, so they choose to live their life from their teenage version with their three-year-old heartbreak that every now and then becomes a little bit of a jerkwad, okay? But they take ownership because once they... Once they commit the act of upsetting, they feel like a three-year-old bat. So they, 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 they're like, no, no, but please don't go, you know, kind of thing. Like, please. So people like that, they can be addressed effectively as much as not. Okay, then this is where if they're interested in having a version of themselves that is older, they will take what information you share so let's say i have a person who i notice is repeating their pattern and they actually can move into better state if they're the ones who notice that behavior and that it's part of their child parts work 
and that that is their um, circle, okay? Their, their repeat. Okay, if they take ownership of it, it's already better than those who say, oh, well, no, you know what? You should know how to handle me. That's the projection. No, my nervous system is upset. You didn't tend to me. I'm going to point a finger at you. Those are the codependent type people. They don't have to be toxic in the way of people yelling at each other. There are people who will securely attach, so they might not call it codependency, but people who will securely attach to another and fulfill their story because they support each other in the areas where there are quote-unquote weaknesses. And I say quote-unquote, it's insecurities. But a person who instead takes ownership of their child part when it gets fussy is a person who is more conscious of themselves than not. The person who wants to disengage from the pattern, it's because they recognize I can emotionally grow and I want to. Another person who will instead accept them, no, this is my personality, this is how I do things, they are not going to expand consciousness. They're going to stay in that space. And so if it's mild and moderate and there are people who are securely loving because they can, it's not going to weigh on us. That's the part. We can be frustrating to each other. You're a shit. No, you're a shit. If it's harmless, if it's something that becomes insulting and dangerous, this is why there's a difference. And any person who is a functional adult will know the difference. A person who is not a functional adult, that's where they won't. But we're not here to tell people what to do in life. So here, let me give the other story. When we have people who project their own emotional suffering, so they say, you should have known. They are more unreliable with information than a person who takes ownership. Because in both cases, any person who's an inner child can be unreliable because when they get into their childish spitefulness moment, that's when they use information against each other, right? And here's where they try to shame people and shame each other. So they throw this shit around for grown up. It means nothing because we're okay with fucking up. I'm not a perfect friend. I've always known this. I was a teenager and said, I'm never going to be a perfect friend. I, I know it because I'm a person. You're another person. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm okay with it. We'll talk about it. But I also will notice what your pattern is. So if I notice that you're not taking ownership ever of your emotions, mm, I'm going to know that you aren't an emotional grown up. And that I can't actually meet your needs in any way, shape, or form. And that whenever that happens, you get disappointed. And so you blame. And you have this thing of energy of blame. which It's not fun to be around. But I don't care. But I know that that's going to be what happens. Is when you're upset, oh, people aren't there for me. I'm going to feel that emotion of, ah, oh, I'm always alone, doing everything myself. Which is not true. But at the same time it's true for that person however so that type of person is not somebody who can handle information like a grown-up because they just want to be cuddled and tended to and they want to be reassured they want to be able and be easy the world weighs on their shoulders already so they don't need anybody to add because they are weighed down the other way is not weighed down they're a lot more alive like a grown-up because they're like yeah sometimes i get pissed Sometimes I'm going to be an asshole. Sometimes you're going to be an asshole. What do we want to do about it? And so that one is different. If they're not growing, that's where their pattern is going to be a bit asshole-ish. So you can expect them to have mood swings and not be expanding on it. However, 
and here's why all these equations, and again, those who are taking trauma healing seriously, there's a whole different story because they're going to take the opportunity when we're in any of these interactions to grow up and to disengage. So they're going to be like, I'm working, for example, on my three, well, we won't use those words, but let's just say that they will use those words. I'm working on this trigger because da 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 it comes up. We get to talk about it because they might want to talk about it. And if not, then we don't talk about it, but we don't make a big deal about it. Okay? The people who work on their patterns, behavior, projection, um, and just how to feel life, it's because they want to feel life for themselves. What I share with all of you as we keep moving forward is aliveness is you and your ventral vagal state. Most people don't understand that when they're in arousal, they're in their hypervigilant survival. That's because most people don't take seriously, one, trauma stuff, two, attachment stuff, because they're not interested in it. But three, when they became teenagers and started to look at life, they didn't become interested in not using stereotypes. They became used to saying, you have to suffer Oh, you didn't show up for me. And I'm talking right now just a teenager, a basic teenager. Okay, so on that note, right now we have a lovely different buttload of piece of information to bring together. And when you can change your perspective and you can have clarity of mind and you can have healing in the forefront, not because of a supernatural entity, but because you understand the embodied brain, confidence comes from healthy self-worth. I love myself for who I am. I'm going to be imperfect. I'm going to be flawed. I'm going to fuck it up but I will not have patterns that are destructive. I will notice my energy levels and I will notice the people around me. The people who are completely healed and or are already never have had trust breaks, we don't have a deal with people that are assholes because we can be assholes too. We don't feel pushed around. In fact, if there's anything we'll take accountability for is that we get pushy because we don't understand what it means to feel helpless emotionally. I don't know what it's like to feel helpless emotionally. I don't know. So I won't ever be able to actually understand it physically. I'll be able to understand it through description. My perspective will always not understand how a person would stay in their non-aliveness. It's because I don't know how to not be alive for my body. I don't know how to be in a arousal state. Meaning, unless if I'm physically threatened, yeah, that's a different story. That's when my nervous system is going to go into whatever emotion or those panic attacks. But other than that, Okay, so with our relationships, being able to consistently meet people with compassion in the years, not, not, and I'm not talking a week, a month, you know, you hear people, oh, no, I met this person, I, I don't know. Okay, you're going to need time. You can't, you can't meet anyone in, in a day. That's not how it works. You meet them in time, and usually people will already start to show you who they are because that's how it works. If a person's getting to know their self, that's the part of what makes it fun to be in a relationship because we get to chit-chat about who we are and how we are. People who get the opportunity to be alone before we go, the last 10 minutes. So there are some people that got to have the opportunity to be by themselves when you have had a family that was dysfunctional, it's okay. And I'm going to say it because I heard it from one of my classes. 
This was one of my therapy courses with Daniel Siegel as a person who's a therapist was talking about a person that they're helping as a therapist, okay? And they said, luckily, they have been removed from the household. Okay, so to learn to self-regulate, first, you need to have serious business about, again, your nervous system. Two, to understand that you need to be out of the unsafe environment and the dysfunctional pattern. Okay, so the minute that you are solo is the minute that you can begin to maybe, again, with awareness, yes. So 5D mystics, functional adults, that's why people need these Zen masters in their lives. This message is for those of you who are ready and have been for already a long, long time to just be compassionate for you who are healing. You're all here too, so obviously, but sometimes you might need more of us to support you when... There's those pushy, quote-unquote, people. We're all pushy, but what I'm saying is some people need extra support because that three-year-old is still a three-year-old, not an adult, and I get that part, but I'm talking about the people who are ready and willing and wanting to help people who do not have around them compassionate love and they finally, though, have opportunities to be themselves because what was the biggest influence in a way that was not on purpose necessarily because no parent or parents choose to traumatize their children. They don't choose to be traumatized. And although, as Patrick Tian points out, and all therapists and all people who are healing, they're like, everybody can choose to do it. So we all know that. But Putting that to the side, what I'm trying to say is once a person's in their own solo environment, that's a good thing. If they have also people who are stimulating those areas that were not stimulated, and so when they get to be unconsciously loved, they get to be shown that they're beautiful, they get to be made to know somebody finds you important, you're needed, you're desired, you're wanted, you, you, enrich, you enrich another person's life just the way you are. That's a choice point. They will take it up and become potentially that higher self. They might not. It depends. But it's not a short journey. They need to have time. And that's why 4D, when they talk about just the way they give people contracts and endings, your friendships and your relationships are forever if you are a person who's a securely attached human being in your own body and brain, embodied brain, because you don't have friendships and relationships because you need to heal them or they need to heal you. We use the word healing trauma because it's a serious business, but relationships, they grow organically. This is why we don't take it personally when people move away or do their stuff. We can be sad. This is why the wall, you can be sad, but you will know they're doing what is good for them. I have compersion. As a solo poly, I have compersion for my partners. And whatever they choose to do, they have my full support independently from how I feel about it that's always been the case and this is why we don't talk about our oversoul and twin flames like saga stories because it's objectifying people who have their own experience and we don't know their experience they know their experience not the other way around healing trauma is personal business and a person will have their journey we can be all pissy and frustrated anytime I get pissy I've always known it's not my duty not my job because I got held with equanimity I got repeated because of a, being a bossy child. It's not your, you're not the mom. You're not the mom. You do you. You do you. That's, that was one of those repeat things. So remember, as Terry Real points out, 
we hold ourselves the way we were held. So I share with you who Maria is because I'm still a filter. Whether I'm doing tarot or Akashic Record readings or any, I'm still here. And I will know where I um, come into the mix or not. Or anyways, it's important to share that aspect because of knowing that there's a person here who has lived life in a specific way thanks to how I was held. And others don't know what it means to be held in equanimity because you didn't get that. You will have other holding and you will know that. But once you're clear on that and you achieve complete unconditional love, that is when you will be able to know more of how to address all topics like a grown-up. The more we can be in a soft space, the more we can talk, the more we can support. And on that note, again... Just being kind and aware that we don't know how people's lives went. That's why we don't cut people out of our oversoul. We allow ourselves to know everybody knows what's best for them. And so leaving it that that it's not beautiful to see when people are choosing a path that doesn't lead them to more. But that's only because we can perceive what their higher self, which is when you integrate your inner child, your adaptive child, with your higher self and you just become the full grown-up of you. But to do that, that's why the trauma healing work is important for those who have trauma and attachment wounds. And again, those who don't do it, that doesn't mean they can't access their full self. If they have enough insight, this is always possible. Every life has potential. And if we support each other with unconditional love, that's how we can support more people to access their higher potential and inner and outer well-being, to integrate their brain, restore the embodied self, to learn to self-regulate and to learn to co-regulate and to know it's safe to co-regulate. That's, again, the importance of consistent, compassionate voices. Oh, that's what I wanted to say too because what I learn and keep learning is how those who didn't get, for example, stimulated in being somebody who's special, when they hear a voice, that makes a difference because that speaks to their right brain mode. Okay, and so knowing that you are important to somebody is something that helps you to feel good about being you. And if you are a person who, again, is clear on, I want to live a healthy life, I want to live a long life, you're going to take opportunity and expand. If, on the other hand, you follow a story, that's where that's, that's again, a different uh, take. But still having each other in each other's lives is lovely because we are from all different walks of life. So Let's support each other to expand. Let's take trauma healing seriously and let's try to destigmatize it all, not create groups. Definitely remember we all began as zero-year-olds and that we have good mental health professionals out there. So if you need any support guidance on where to go or what to turn to, let me know. I have plenty of resources. And in the meantime, oh, for 5D Mystics, there's guidance for you too as well. And any questions, we have paid subscription-based model content and a master class coming up. I need to curate that content and get all of it set up for you. But I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope the 1111 portal was really awesome and that you have some fun stories to share with your loved ones. Remember, we have a Telegram group. You can share stories. Remember, please. And I, and I know that some people will be like, what? Remember that. We love to be human beings first. I don't want people who want to talk about conspiracies. It's, it's something that I, I get it, but the conspiracy stuff tells me 4D playing. 
So 5D plane, we're grounded. We understand sciences sometimes insult the mystic woo-woo people. It's okay. We don't need to take it personally because their data is just as important as our data is, and it's not a competition. Uh, we're not going to know everything ever <laughs> as a conscious species. And furthermore, we're living today. We don't know tomorrow yet, huh? But what I'm trying to say is please understand what 5D plane is. And it is not a race, but it is a perspective. So humanity is what we are. We protect the future. We talk about everything with the expansion. And that's because there's always creatorship in oneness, consciousness, unconditional love, and seeing that we're not broken. We don't need fixing. We consistently go through transformation. So does our planet. And so does the eight plus billion. And we're in the midst of change. Okay. So that's what I just want to make sure that we have people that are coming together for these reasons. Have a wonderful day.